0: So <laughs> the Gemara Dab Khafehmir Ali, we're up to three lines into the page. So the Gemara is Akasha, Iboilu. the Kasha is like this. Aldas. Aldas. This is in Ksubis, Daf Ayin Base, Rashi tells us, that um a aldas means that there are certain types of situations where if a woman basically does not keep halacha, it's basically does not keep halacha, it's warrant for divorce, it's reasons to get I'm divorced. divorced. And uh, I have uh, three lines into the bitch. Uh, it's warrants to get divorced. And not only that, well, first of all, we, we tell them to get divorced, and the Gemara is going to talk about today what if they want to stay together. And that's a shy love whether they're even allowed to stay together halachically. But let's assume that, okay, we advise them to get divorced, and they'll do whatever they want to do. But once she's a veris al-das, there's das Yehudis and there's das Moshe. One is she doesn't keep minhagim, one is she doesn't keep biblical concepts. Okay. So, let's say one of the examples, let's say a woman doesn't uh, cover her hair, right? So, that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a problem. Whatever it is, I'm not getting involved in the details and practical applications of it, but they would advise them to get divorced, and then if they would get divorced, she would forfeit her ksuba, she wouldn't get the ksuba. That's the halacha of Iveris al-das. The question is, if a woman is Iveris al-das, and they get divorced, and she forfeits her ksuba, does she have to be formally warned? I don't know, by the husband, by Besdin. But at some point, did someone have to tell her, hey, you know that if you continue this, not only are you going to get divorced, but you're going to forfeit your ksuba. Are, does she forfeit the ksuba without a warning? Merely just doing what she did is reasons of forfeiture of the ksuba? Or no, there needs to be a formal warning in order for her to lose the ksuba so that she recognizes this is a problem. How does determine that she's aware of some thoughts. No, if, they, if let's say she's publicly doing things... she's doing things publicly that uh, are al-das, the question is and then the husband divorces her and she says, well I want my ksuba and he says, well you're Iveris al-das everyone knows it, she's like, but no one told me the question is, do you have to be warned, huh? obviously listen, I don't know I guess the circumstances in such a way where he tells the bezdin about it Bezdin's aware, it's become common knowledge whatever it is, but she was never officially warned that this action will lead to a forfeiture of the ksuba the question is, does she still lose the ksuba? Iveris al-das a woman who's a aldas again, whatever a veris al das is does she need to be officially warned for her to lose her ksuba do we say, well listen she's doing the thing that would lose the ksuba that action alone loses the ksuba or perhaps no, she has to be a formally warned to give her a chance to stop doing this again, it's only related to forfeiting the ksuba the Gemara says, well, tashima. The Gemara is basically going to compare. Think about it. Every woman who's a Sota is a Veris right? Because she is being miyachid with a man. So it's every, right? every case of a Sota, there are very few cases, but like 99.99% of cases of a Sota, even if the woman's innocent, she's not that innocent. It's not the firmest thing in the world to seclude yourself with a man, which is an Isa of yichud So every woman that's a Sota is, is really a Veris if you think about it. So, so why did she get all these brachas if she the water? Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. she still went through more busha than what she did. Meaning, listen, being miachid is not a good thing. Uh, to, to, to rip your claw in front of everybody, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's too much, so therefore we have to counterbalance it. But my point is that it, it, it's still not the firmest thing in the world. So the Gemara says like this, every Saita is a veris al So now, now that we know that, let's try to bring a Raya from Saita to whether an Averis al needs a warning. So Tashima Eirisa Right? We had in the Mishnah yesterday that an Eirisa, if you warn an Eirisa, and she secludes, she doesn't drink. But, the warning is effective. Let me ask you a question. If she doesn't drink anyway, what's the purpose of the warning? It must be for her forfeiter ksuba. That's what the Gemara assumes. That's not what the warning is. Well, the g- warning is, don't do this. That, and that's, that, Kinoi. Yeah, the Gemara perceives do that, t- too, don't do this because you might end up oh, dead. Oh, well, okay. So here's the thing. The Gemara, first of all, two things you have to know. First of all, that the, the asota is a verasadas. And secondly, the warning, kin, uh, serve as, uh, the the kinoi, the warning of sota, can wor- can serve as a hasra regarding ksuba. So the Gemara just basically, this is the flow. The Gemara says, well, in Erisa, if you warn your wife when she's in Erisa and she secludes, she doesn't drink. So what's the purpose of the warning? It must be for her to lose her ksuba, and it must be that for a woman to lose her ksuba, she needs to be warned. That's the Gemara's raya. The Gemara has a very, int- a very easy answer, and that is, perhaps it's not for her to, lose her ksuba. Perhaps you don't need a warning for losing l- ksuba. So what's the purpose of the warning? To make her usher. Right? When a woman is so what you said, when, when a woman secludes and she's a sota it, it's not just, things happen even if she doesn't drink. You know what happens? Let's say a woman can't drink. You know what the halacha is? Marriage off. <laughs> Meaning she has to get divorced So perhaps the, so the Gemara tries to figure out what is the purpose of warning an Eriza if it's not to lead her to drink. So Gemara says, oh, it must be for her to lose her ksuba and to lose her ksuba you have to be warned. So Gemara says, no, perhaps not Perhaps it has nothing to do with losing your ksuba. Perhaps the reason why she's warned, maybe you don't need a warning to lose your ksuba. So why is she warned? What's the purpose of the warning? The answer is the purpose of the warning is for her to be asr to her husband. So the Gemara says, And Erisa doesn't drink. If she's warned and she's secluded, she doesn't drink. So the Gemara says, right? She doesn't drink. But there is a purpose to the warning. It accomplishes something. Well, if it's not going to accomplish her drinking, what does it accomplish? Lemai l'avla It must be the purpose of warning the Erisa is for her to lose her ksuba. So you see that for a woman to lose her ksuba, she has to be formally warned. The answer is no. The says Rabbi loy says no. Perhaps to forfeit her ksuba, she doesn't need a warning. She forfeits her ksuba just by the seclusion alone. You don't need the warning. So what's the purpose of the warning? It's not to get her to drink, and it's not to forfeit her ksuba. You know what it is? The marriage is off. That's, that's what it is if you, if, if you make her a kinoi if you warn her and she secludes they can't beat her together that, that's, that's what the warning accomplishes that has nothing to do with a, a veris aldas so that's the first answer so it could be really if a woman is a veris aldas she automatically forfeits a ksuba and the purpose of the warning of the erisa is to a, end their marriage effectively secondly or Rav Papa says I actually have a very simple answer if you warn an erisa and then she secludes as an erisa, does she drink? No. So you're going to say, well, what's the purpose of the warning? She doesn't drink if she secludes as an erisa. But let's say you warn her as an erisa and then she secludes when she has nesuin. Meaning you warn her after Kedushin. She doesn't seclude after Kedushin. You get married, Mazel Tov, then after the chuppah she secludes. She could drink now. Why? Because that warning after Erisa is effective enough to require a drinking if she secludes after Nisun. So it could be asked in the Mishnah, what was the purpose of her warning? It must be to forfeit the Ksuba. It has nothing to do with forfeit the Ksuba. The purpose of the warning is to make it that if she secludes after Nisun, then she'll drink. That's it. Lashkoisa is the says, If you warn an Airissa she secludes after Airison, she doesn't drink. i But if you warn her after Airison and then she secludes after and she does drink. So that's when it's effective. Okay. Another proof. Basically the flow of the proofs are you have women in the Mishnah that do not drink, but there is a purpose to the warning. And the question is if they're not drinking, what's the purpose? It must be for forfeit for the k'suba. So you see, for a woman to forfeit the k'suba, she has to be formally warned. And yes. each one we're going to reject. Is that a that an auras can give it a warning to a and it'll take effect even Yeah, do? I think so, because you could ar- you could argue that if the warning is not effective now, it won't be effective later. Right. It just show, it shows before, you that the purpose of the warning is more for her to have knowledge. Before the warning affects your future marriage. Correct. No, no, that's correct. That's I mean, right. correct. Like so the Gemara says another proof. All these women are alive. All these relationships are alive. If uh, Almana is married to a Kayin and she secludes and he warns her, she doesn't drink. But it's an effective warning. Let me ask you a question. The warning does not make her drink. The warning doesn't ask her because she's already biblically forbidden. What is the purpose of the warning? It must be for her to forfeit k'suba. So you see that to forfeit k'suba, there has to be a formal warning. Because why else? Yeah, she gets k'suba. So why else wouldn't almana to a kaya why else would there be a warning? Again, it's not to make her drink. I think it's a... It is a... uh, uh, I'm not the... I don't remember it much. But I remember checking up in Art Scroll (laughs) <laughs> um, uh, there, it's in the Mishnah the Mishnah says that Oh, it was in the Mishnah from yesterday what am I talking about the Mishnah said that right? number 4 sorry the Rabbis did not penalize the wife of any of these forbidden marriages by depriving her of her Ksua Mishnah Ksuvah is 100B so apparently it's a Mishnah <laughs> that we learned together. <laughs> uh, they, they, they get the ksuba. The halacha is that a marriage... I huh? I That's fine. No, no judgment. Oh, no, ksuba, it is. Ksuvah is after, but I'm still not judging because I can't remember yesterday's stuff. The point is, ksuba, it's a mission in that you, you get the Ksuba. Okay. So the point is like this. So you have an amadalakayin gadol that the husband warrants her... Oh, yeah, yeah, because he also said it's, uh, there, it's like a and a Kaddush is not typhus. So the, the, the point is like this. So you have a, a, a model of Gadol that the husband warns. It's an effective warning. She doesn't drink, but it's an effective warning. So if it's not to make her drink, it's not to answer her because the marriage is already over. What else is the warning? What's the purpose of the warning? It must be for her to forfeit her ksuba. So you see that for a woman to forfeit her ksuba, she needs an official warning because what else is there? So the gemara says, What's the purpose of the warning? It can't be to drink. It can't be to assa her, Hasir she's already asser deraisa. It must be the purpose of the warnings for her to forfeit a ksuba, and for a woman to forfeit a ksuba, you need a formal warning. The answer is no. You know what it does? See, you're assuming when you warn a woman, it triggers a lot of things. It triggers the forfeit of the ksuba, it triggers that she drinks, it triggers that they're asser. Now, this woman, she's already asser, because I'm going to look she's not drinking anyway. So must be the fourth of the Ksuba. There's a fourth thing that it does. It makes it that she can never marry that guy. Right? After she gets divorced, right, she secludes with Reuven In after a kino, after a warning. In addition to her being used to her husband by the warning, she's now used to that guy forever. And if she divorces her husband, she can never marry that guy. Because the Gemara is going to say, Tumah, bal that the Pasek specifically asserts that man. She can never marry that man. So the point is like this. You asked, what's the purpose of warning in it must be to forfeit the k'suba. The answer is no. Perhaps she forfeits the k'suba merely by being aldas. So what's the purpose of the warning? The purpose of the warning is that she can never marry the boyle. That's what that accomplishes. We still do not have a proof that a woman needs to be warned to forfeit her ksuvah. Okay. So the Gemara says one last proof, and this is the clearest proof of all. The Gemara says, I'll bring a proof. The Mishnah clearly states, we said in the Mishnah that there are three cases where Bezdin will warn the woman because the husband is incapacitated. And the Mishnah specifically said, what is the purpose of the warning? It's not to make her drink, it's for her to forfeit the Ksuva. The Mishnah clearly stated it's to forfeit the Ksuva. So you see that to forfeit the Ksuba, you need a warning. It's, it's clear as day. It doesn't say to Aser, it doesn't say to boil. it doesn't say to drink, it says It says The Mishnah clearly states the purpose of this warning is for her to forfeit the Ksuba. So you see So you see that for a woman to forfeit the Ksuba, you need a warning. And that's the purpose of the peasant's warning. It's to forfeit the Ksuba. It's not even to make them usher to be together. It could be they could stay together. But if they get divorced, it's a averesal like any other das. But when they get divorced, she forfeits but That's the purpose of the warning, clear as day. So here's the kasha. The gemara could do this a lot, but it doesn't. The gemara asks if this is such a clear eye, then why didn't the other? Uh, why didn't they go with it? Yeah. The gemara says the kulu my time maha. So why isn't this a good proof? This is a pretty clear proof. The answer is dilmashani has and Leslie imse Perhaps over here it's a little different. The kasha is, if a woman's is al does she need to be formally warned to lose her ksuba? So we bring a proof from here where the Bezin warns her. Over here, the husband is not around. Meaning, it could be the average woman whose husband is there and she's flaunting this in front of him, she doesn't need warning. Because she knows what she's doing is wrong. Over here though, the husband is, he's, he's, he's in a mental hospital. Or he's in the prison. Or he's a deaf mute. You could legitimately hear a woman saying, I don't know, is it such a bad thing? He's not involved in the picture. So I'm not wearing a shaitl. What's the big deal? The Bezin has to warn. But the reason why that wasn't the b- greatest proof for everyone else is because I don't know what the halacha would be. Yes, this woman needs a formal warning because her husband's not in the picture. If her husband was living in the same house and seeing all this, maybe she doesn't need a warning. So because it's a little unclear it, to compare it, the other uh, Amarayim didn't want to bring it as a proof. But th- that's, that's the proof. Okay. Now the Gemara says like this, a second kashi, Iboilu, Iveris al-das, V'ratz al-ba'il, L'kaima, in This is interesting kashi. You have these women that are Iveris al-das. Right? Again, I'm just giving an example of a shaitl, not because I actually am so, I'm not like trying to make a comment for any woman who doesn't cover her hair i just believe that that was the one of the examples of aerosol does oh, i actually you know what? she doesn't do the keep the the laws that need it properly okay that, i think that's another one she doesn't she doesn't do knicker she doesn't uh, remove the she serves him meat that's not uh, shechted, uh, uh prepared properly so the question is she loses her ksuba. yeah she needs a warning but she loses her ksuba. can the husband stay married to her meaning chazal are not happy with this marriage and chazal advise him to get divorced does he have to get divorced what if he chooses to stay with her in a way that he's not natural let's say he says okay I, I won't eat her food but i want to stay with her they're not married in the first place no 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 i guess the question is what what's the difference now, no no the question is would over there you if you'd ask to... if you'd ask the rabbanim they would say you have to get divorced over here, the question is, if you'd ask the Rabbah, would they say, you don't have to, yeah, we, we would advise, but you don't have to. The question is, what w- w- uh, yeah, w- chazal, um, is it just an advice, or do you halachically have to? By the way, that do- marriage also, you have to get divorced. Right. You may not listen, because if you don't care about the Torah, you probably don't care about the Rabbis either. But but you yeah, I am saying, but that, that one, you have to. So the question is, al is Iveras al-Das like an Israel marriage that you have to get divorced? Is Iveras al-Das just like, listen, this is not a good idea. That, that's the gemara's kasha. If the husband wants to stay with her, is this something that Chazal are like the average husband minds, and therefore you have to mind? Or are you saying no? We're saying like this: this is not a good marriage, but it's up to you. That's the gemara's kasha. With how do you look at a verse al das? Do we say well, it's up to the husband, and if he doesn't mind, then we're not going to be more careful for him? Oy Dilma, keeping the cup in it or no? Because this is something that the average husband cares about, you have to care. Yeah, you have to care. So Tashimam, Be'elusha Bezdin Mekanolus, interesting, right? The Bezdin, basically, all these cases of the women that the Bezdin would, would warn to the Kinoi for, they're Eber aldas, And Bezdin is sort of getting involved because the husbands are out of it. Mishin is charish ba'il and ishita'at ishachor v'shashorim. Now, v'yamirot'sa ba'ala ka'ima, meka'ima, obdi Bezdin mihidididilmeleinichalei l'ba'al an interesting proof you know what i say if if you're telling me that they have to get divorced i understand bezin getting involved but if you're telling me that it's up to the husband then like they're doing something the husband may not be like may not care for meaning they're stand, they're doing this on behalf of the husband now if the husband has to care i get why they're getting involved but if it's up to that husband individually then how do they know the husband cares so the Gemara answers very simply, The The answer is, you're right, it is up to the husband. You could assume, Bezin has the right to assume the average husband cares. Meaning, the Gemara thought, well if it's up to the husband, then why are they doing something the husband may not, may not like? though? What gives them that power? The answer is, the average husband cares for a wife who's acting inappropriately. So they're yes. stepping in because they're allowed to assume that the husband would care. You're right, if... They, got, they go to the prison and they say, "Hey, do you mind?" Because we warned her, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't care." And they're like, "Okay, fine, he's like, you don't care, you don't care." But they're allowed to do the initiative without asking him because they're allowed to assume because the average husband ah, minds. It's not a riot. Exactly. In, so, this, in this scenario. Correct. Not with, yeah. What, what is the case? The case is Bezin notices this woman whose husband's out of the picture acting inappropriately. Correct. So Bezin goes over and says, "Stop secluding with this guy. Stop it." So, the point is, if it's up to the husband, then why are they getting involved? The answer is, because they're allowed to assume the husband doesn't mind. Or the husband minds. If the husband doesn't mind, then they'll back down. Okay. I have another kasha. Baal Shem, this is very interesting. Baal Shem al kinuyev, kinuyev mochel e'ne machel. Let's say a husband warns his wife. We'll talk, let's just talk before the seclusion. Husband warns his wife, he says, do not seclude. And if you seclude, you know what happens. So. And then a minute later, he's like, I take it back. I take it back, I take it back. I take it back, I take it back. Does that work? Meaning, Well, do we say the whole warning was based on the husband? So, he can make the warning, he can take away the warning. Or perhaps, no, he started, it's like uh, it's like taking, uh, taking a pill. <laughs> so, one of the scary things about, like, doing drugs for... From someone myself who's like anxious, is once you take that, there's no backing down. Once you once you once you start, that's it. You, you start, so you go down that road. There's no stopping it. So the you, husband, once the husband warns her, that's it. he can't no backsies. It's backsies or no backsies. That's the Gemara's kasha. So the gemara says, well, tash. Kind of like kind of like shalma Kambebi. No, I've <laughs> made the tush- diva. No, the kumaris, no. It's The Gemara's kasha. Can you take it back or not? Tashima, the elu shebeze you should just know it's a whole chakira in the ta, ta, does not erase what you did; it could clarify what you said. Right? Pashtus If you if you if you say like Muratol and then teichadidiber say mashmerageshem. According to most opinions, you have to restart the bracha still, because it's it, it's not so clear whether teichadidiber erases what she did or just clarifies. Right? I saw Rav says, let's say you said the right night of sviira. So last night you said seventeen, and then teichadidiber said sixteen. Fine, because it doesn't erase what you did. It could just clarify, and in this case the clarification doesn't help, we'll go with the original statement. No, no, no. So anyway, so the point is, a husband warns the wife, and then he wants to take it back. So tashima. It's a very interesting proof. The Gemara says, she'bezdin Again, the bezdin can get involved. The amrit baal avina midi baal yeah, it's such a strange proof the Gemara's proof is if the husband could undo it then it doesn't make sense for Besden to get involved in something that the husband can undo because that makes them look bad I meaning the Gemara's assuming that if Besden getting involved that, w- that what they're saying is, is unequivocally done but if you're telling me the husband can undo it that means the husband can undo their statement so they're going to get involved and then the be- husband's going like to override them that, that's like a, a zilzal of Besden in this case the husband is no position to override them he's not aware no, but let's say when he's aware, right? They go to prison and say, Hey, we warned your wife. If the husband is able to say, Well, I will undo it then. If the husband can undo it, meaning if Kinoi can be removed, then he will be overriding Bezdin which is a Zilzal of Bezdin So the Gemara answers, Stomp of the Musa, the mask of Bezdin. The answer is he could override Bezdin. So why is Bezdin getting involved? Because again, they're allowed to assume. Meaning the Gemara like thinks that if they're getting involved, it must be uh, the, the end all be all the answer is no they, the, the guy could override Bezin. so why is bezin putting themselves out there the answer is it's not putting themselves out there you're right Bezdin is not going to get involved if there's a 70% chance that they're going to be overrode overridden they're not going to do it if it's a 70% chance that their their statement is going to be removed but over here Bezdin has the right to assume that the guy is going to go with them. okay now fine Tashima uh, we're talking about Saitan now right this morning that we're yeah yeah yeah, yeah, So oh, we said in the Mishnah earlier in the Masechta that the Besdin would send two people to escort them to the Beis HaMegzosh, why? to prevent them from living together because if the husband and the wife live together she can't drink now let me ask you a question, if they're living together right? you don't want them to live together because that will remove the Sotah, why don't you just tell them very simple, if you see they want to live together just say hey, be Moichel, then you can live with your wife Meaning, like, if they, the bezin like, they're sending to stop them. Why stop them? I understand stopping them because if they live together and then she's going to make the drinking waters ineffective, it's not good. We don't want her to drink and the water's not be effective. But if you see they're going to live together, let the bezin just say, hey, if you want out, and that's why you're living together, just be Meichel. Meaning, the very fact that the bezin doesn't offer that as an option means it's not an option. So the Gemara says, <laughs> Now, if the husband can just remove the Then just uh, let the husband do it. So why are we so against the husband living with his wife? Let him be Michael and live with his wife. The answer is, he can. The answer is, that's exactly why you sent who know all the halachas. Because they're actually going to tell him that. Meaning, if, you, if we were just interested in stopping them from being together, we would just send two people. Two big dudes we send Tami the Chachamim to Dafka to tell them, hey, if you're about to live with your wife, because you don't want to go through with it, be Michael. I mean, the answer is, you could be Michael. And that's goof for the reason why we send Tami the Chachamim. Okay? So we're still looking for a proof. Can the Baal be Michael on the Kinoi? Well, when we learned that Gemara, did anybody wonder why Tavka committed a at well, I thought it's to stop them from living together. Why did you tell me this? How to do, do that? Because I don't know. The average person knows that if they live together, the waters aren't effective. I mean, they, tell they, them. They, that's one thing. You know, like they hired Meshkikim in the Pesach program. Don't mix the blue, blue, <laughs> blue dishes with the dishes. You know anything about the Scotches. Sure. I don't know if the Pesach Meshkikim would necessarily <laughs> want to go with the standard of Meshkikim <laughs> on a Pesach program, but I don't know. I don't know. The point is, but I, I, I guess... That's what the Gemara said, but now the Gemara is saying, well, now it's an added layer. Perhaps. Again, this is a perhaps. This is not right. a, a definitive. Right. This is a no, dichoy. It can't be a yep. right. So the Gemara says, you know what the answer is? I have a clear response. <speaking in Hebrew> Zira told me three things from the men of Yushalayim. Bal shemachal of Knuv, Knuv, Boom. A uh, husband could be Michael on the Kinoy. Number two. zakin <speaking> A zakin mamre. <Hebrew> a zakin mamre is a man who is the uh, on the Sanhedrin Agadol. He publicly paskins against the Sanhedrin HaGadol, and he's killed with skila. The halacha is that the Bezden Agadol could be Michael meaning, before he's come out to kill, they ask the Bezden Agadol, do you want this guy killed? If they say yes, he's killed. If not, not. I would assume uh, if that were the Psakh, uh, probably not going to happen very often. I can't imagine the Sanhedrin Agadol is the type... Uh, unless they know, unless they feel that it's necessary for be, for Klal Yisrael to yeah, they to, to you yeah. and the last one is <laughs> Ben So uh, The parents of a Ben have to sign off on the death. They could be Myichelah to pardon him, which is another reason why the Gemara in Sanhedrin is going to tell us that Ben never happened and will never happen because the likelihood of both parents signing off on it is is uh, well. low. So. And, 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 and this is uh, Rav Yosheia said that when I went to the south they said we agree on the other two but the uh, the zaken mamre the Sanhedrin cannot be Michael why because the power of the Sanhedrin has to be strong and they know the Sanhedrin are good people and they're kind people and they'll it'll, people will take advantage and therefore the zaken mamre there is no mechila but the other two there is so we do paskin machal so you see that a husband can be Michael on the Kina. Now here's the kasha. The husband can be Michael on the warning. Is this pre-seclusion or after seclusion? So that's the Gemara's kasha. is which is how he pass it. One opinion says that he can only be Michael before seclusion, not after seclusion. nami And one opinion says that he can actually be Michael after the Sire. Which by the way, Rav Kiveger says is a pelagodol. Because the assumption usually is that once a man once a woman secludes the marriage is off because she's a Suffolk tumah, and we're machmer Suffolk tumah lachomer. This is the source of Suffolk tumah. Right, but now, to do with his correct, and now we're saying he could he could pardon. It's a pelagodo. Rivki Vegir says it's a very very hard thing to understand. He talks about it, but that's the kasha. But the first opinion says no, you can only be michael before the seclusion, not after. The Gemara says I have a beautiful proof that you can only be michael before the seclusion. What's the proof? So we had it early in the Mesechta. mistabra kimanda omar ene Mochel. I have a proof that you cannot be Michael Memai. to The conversation between the Rabbanu and the Rav Yaisi earlier in the Masechta. This is Daf Zion. Tatanya. Right? We had a machloikas, whether you have to send or can the husband take her directly and are we concerned? Do we trust him? So Rav Yossi says, I trust him. Why? Because if you trust every husband and wife when she's a nida and that's kares and there's no mashkiach, uh, then this, what's, the, what's the worst case that they live together? It's a lav. Okay, so if I trust him for karis, I definitely trust him for love. That was Rav Yossi. What did the rabbanan respond? The rabbanan respond, yeah, we trust the by a because it's the, the Issa is eventually going to go away. You can remove the iser. How so? Time, right? He's not going to live with her when she's a because he knows if he waits a week, then she'll be mutter. But this woman, this husband, when she's a sota, there's no way to remove the iser. It's an iser forever until she drinks. So because it's issa forever, we don't trust him. That was what the Rabbanon said. Now they said clearly, we, there's no way to remove this iser. Now if he could be Michael, after the seclusion, what, what, what's the difference? Then it's Mamish like Anida. The same way Anida you trust, because you could remove the iser, and pas pisale, so we should do the same thing. The fact that they said... Now, if you say that the husband can be Michael or after the seclusion, so why are you saying that there's no heter? Of course, there's a Because the husband can be Michael and then live with her. The fact that the Mishnahs, their opponent said it's not like Nida, that it's an Issa forever, unequivocally means that you can't be Michael. Okay, now one more quick Sugya. Uh, and that is that we mentioned in the Mishnah I mentioned this while we were doing the Mishnah there, there's a woman who's a Nida uh, sorry, 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 a woman who's a Saita on her way to the Beis Amikdash, her husband dies so obviously she's a widow she doesn't drink, she's a widow now the question is does she get the Ksuba what's the Machligas about go to the next page Machligas is like this This woman who's a sota, right, she's secluded. We don't know whether she's innocent or guilty. If she's innocent, she gets her k'suba. If she's guilty, she doesn't get her k'suba. Now, the way to clarify that is by her drinking the waters. She can't drink the waters because she's a widow. So she's unclear whether she should get the k'suba or not. It's a suffix. Now, generally, when there is a doubt whether you're owed money, the rule is whoever is holding on to the cash wins, right? (laughs) So if I have the cash... And you want it from me, and there's a doubt whether you owe me, I'll say prove it. And if you can't prove it, I hold on to it. Now, if you're holding on to the money, and I say I want it, and there's a doubt whether I get it, then you're going to win. Whoever is on top. The question is like this. The husband died. Who owns the money? Is it that it goes to the Yarshim and she's trying to get it, and because she's in doubt whether she's innocent or guilty, she doesn't get it? Or perhaps no. Because she has a ksuba, which is a document of owing her money, it's as if she's already collected. So when she, when the husband died, not all the money went in the inheritance. Some went to the inheritance and some went to her. Because she has the ksuba. So, and therefore, a star that you have that's meant to be collected, it's as if it's already collected. So she's the Baldover. And therefore, the burden of proof is not on her, and it's on them, and they can't prove that she's guilty, right? Meaning, we're not—we don't know whether she's owed the ksuba or not. If she's innocent, she is. If she's guilty, she's not. The burden of proof—the question—who's the burden of proof on? If it's on her, she's not going to get the money. If it's on them, she's going to get the money. So the question is: That's the machlis be'sham If you have a kesuba, does that mean that it's as if it's already her money? Okay. Last, little sugya. We're not going to do the whole thing. We're just going to do two lines, because uh, three uh, in two lines, it's a brace that will take us basically to like kemat the entire next amid. So the Gemara says, we had like this. In the Mishnah, very, very simple. The Mishnah said that if it's a, a marriage that the Torah does not allow, she doesn't drink. So the Gemara, the Mishnah said, that means that every woman that can't have children, and there's three types of women that can't have children. An Aylanis, which is a woman who's born without a womb, uh, she can't she's born without the ability to have children. You have a, a woman past menopause and you have a woman who had a uh, surgery or, or, or cancer something happened to her, but she was born with the ability. So born without the ability, born with the ability and then lost it or just age. So the Mishnah said, if any of those women are a sota, she doesn't drink. Why? Because you can't marry such a woman because you have a mitzvah of You have a mitzvah to have children. These women can't have children, so it's an awesome marriage. Rav I said, what are you talking about? Rav Eliezer said, it's not awesome marriage. If you have children from a previous marriage, you could definitely marry her. Right? If a guy's got five kids and a second marriage, he wants to marry a woman who's 80 years old. A woman 80 years old. Ah, uh, pruravu. I heard Micaiah pruravu. I already had kids. So therefore, Rav Eliezer says, it's a marriage. The is not against these marriages. So according to Yavl-Liezer, all three cases they drink, there are all three cases they do not drink. Says the Gemara, <speaking in Hebrew> Says the Rab- Rab- was this Renachman? Rab- Rab- Nachman says, everyone agrees an islandist doesn't drink. Meaning, even Rab Yezer who feels that all these marriages are fine, he holds that a woman past menopause drinks, a woman who was born with the ability of children and lost it due to injury drinks, an islandist doesn't drink. Why? It's not a, he's not against the marriage. So, why does he drink? Technicality. What does the Pasuk say? That the reward of a sota who's innocent is, she'll have kids. Mm. That means that ask me someone that at least was born shayikh to have children. <laughs> Meaning, although a woman who's 90 years old will not have children, but at least she's in the parsha of the bracha. The bracha at least applied to her at some point. But an islandist who was born without the ability to have children. The Pesach promises that the reward of a sota is that she'll have kids. It's obviously not talking about her. So therefore, an islandist doesn't drink lukuliyam, not because the marriage is usher, but because the Torah clearly is not referring to her when it's talking about a sota process. All right, we'll stop here. will pick up tomorrow. Right. Okay. What okay. topic is this? This is chav. Okay. Chav. Okay. One year I was a for Pisa program.